He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus replied, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Hello, everyone. Oh, thank you. Um, my name is Neil Johnson, and I go to the University of Northern Iowa, and I'm a senior, sort of. Kind of a junior. I don't really know what I am. Um, so today, I'm going to be talking about John 13, 6-8, which I just read, um, how it relates to my life and my walk with Jesus so far. I grew up a church kid. I went to church every single Sunday, went to Sunday school every Sunday, and I even went to a Zion Lutheran uh, Christian school until I was in seventh grade. I'm extremely grateful for this, um, but at the time, I wasn't very receptive to anything that I was learning when I was in Sunday school or church or school. Um, but since I had spent so much time in the church, I knew all the answers. So if someone asked me anything, I knew what to say. So I skated by uh, just fine. I didn't necessarily hate my time in the church, but I just thought I had better things to do. Uh, this was the case all the way up until high school. What made matters worse was that I was a pretty good kid and that I got good grades, was involved in alcohol or drugs. So this made me garner an attitude that I was more saved than other people, other kids in my grade. Um, it was basically just a workspace spiritual life, and I thought that I was doing pretty well, that I was winning. Uh, in John 13, Jesus washes his disciples' feet. This probably confused them because this is their king, their messiah, their teacher, their leader, and here he was washing their feet. He was lowering himself to the position of a servant or a slave. Scripture says that the disciples accepted it until he came to Simon Peter, who said, no, you should never wash my feet. When Peter says no to Jesus, he's giving off one of two vibes, I think. Either one of humility, in which he's saying, Jesus, you're too great to wash my feet, should be the other way around. I should be doing things for you. Or one of pride, in which Peter is saying, I'm not bad enough for you to wash my feet. I was the Peter that was too prideful. I refused a real, living, tangible Jesus because I didn't think that I was bad enough to deserve it or need it. I wasn't getting drunk. Don't need Jesus. I was not having sex. Definitely don't need Jesus. But I did need it. I needed it just as bad as everyone else. In the passage, Jesus told Peter that although he didn't currently understand, he soon would. Jesus died on the cross for us. I've been hearing that since I was born, pretty much. But it didn't sink in, didn't grasp it, until I was um, pretty old, just like Peter. And honestly, I still forget it pretty much every single day. Um, Peter probably thought this conversation with Jesus was literally about having his feet washed. The problem with me was that I thought that it was all about being a moral person. My whole life I would have said, yes, I'm a Christian, believe in Jesus, he's my savior. It wasn't until uh, my junior year, I usually attribute that to when my actual transformation started, saw changes in my life. I went into a month of volunteering at a summer camp, and I thought that I had it all together. I was a good kid, good Christian, left knowing that I actually needed Jesus. I truly needed Jesus in my life. Um, so it's been a long journey since then. It's weird to know that I'm still on it, and it will never be over. Um, but a problem that I had the first couple years after that transformation started was that I would look back, reflect on where I was, and I would think that I had made it 
that my spiritual life was over, that I knew Jesus as good that day as I ever would. Um, soon re I realized that that's just my sinful self, wanting to be prideful about who I was, where I was, and what I had done. In reality, 